Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of your favorite music and culture podcast. It's Round She. Hey. So excited. <laughs> As you may notice, there are only two voices today. So, um, Tiana couldn't be with us. But we got energy and we got lots to talk about. So without further ado, do you want to jump Let's into it? Into it. See? Let's get into it. How are you? I'm I'm good. Okay, that, that's a lie. I'm tired. I'm very yeah, tired. I'm dying for, like we're all tired here. Like we don't have to pretend to anyone. <laughs> I'm proper we're tired, all- but I'm happy to have made it to the end of the week. How are you doing? Shit. I am tired. I'm worn out. I'm overworked, but I'm healthy. Like I still haven't caught COVID one week on. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna have to mention this every episode still covid free yeah <laughs> nah. everyone's catching it and everyone's getting everything like there's a hundred new freaking flu viruses every day yeah. but we're good we're good like i'm just i'm just happy to be here you know what i mean i hear that i mean yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot going on where do you want to start <sighs> listen i don't even know but right now all i'm seeing on the timeline is is the met police and the first thing i want to say is obviously just background on what happened like for those who've been living under a rock um <laughs> there was a case with i think can you remember the guy's name the killer the the, the murderer who was a police officer not an ex-police officer as the met likes to say i think his name is wayne i can't i don't know how to pronounce his surname is it kuzan Cousin? one of, we one don't of need the two to his surname because he is dead to us he has no name he's just the rapist okay and I was just so shocked like he handcuffed this poor woman and took her to some mad location and just raped her and murder like sorry trigger warning it's probably too late for that we'll probably put that at the beginning. we'll definitely need to put that in the, the beginning yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's very like deep stuff but yeah I was just like what the hell and this comes shortly after um there was another case wasn't there with a, a woman being um abused or raped Sabina. yeah there's there's, yeah. there's been yeah there's been several cases and honestly it's just kind of like do you know what's mad though like it's the response that i'm not really quite understanding it's like the response of the police being like oh yeah um we should be able to just like stop um plain police officers and challenge them and challenge their legitimacy i'm like bro you forget i'm black like sorry sorry you what like yeah um yeah. they're completely taking it out of context of people's lives like so some people have privileges to be able to do that but black people don't got that do you know what i mean and black people have been saying for time that the met is useless like how many times have we said this from like london riots till now and now they want to like actually they're not even doing anything but now they're actually taking it serious because they have to like now people are actually listening black people have been saying the police are useless but you know what's worse it's like they can't even arrest black teenagers or even elderly people without causing injury but somehow you they want us to believe that if we turn around to an officer and say hey do you have the right to arrest me that that's gonna run smoothly i'm just like what kind of twilight zone are you living in like this is the thing like i just feel like it's just a pure lack of accountability they can't admit that the system is broken so now they're trying to put the onus on us um as civilians to i don't know they even suggested running away from the police like 
what run where <laughs> but I, I, i'm not understanding like he literally said if you're if you were the plains clothes officer could challenge him and then stick your hands out for the bus or something i was like huh the bus drivers that drive off when you're actually waiting for the bus you want As me in... to them when I'm the plain... come on come on guys let's be serious now <laughs> the ones that see me at the stop and continue to pass like Nah, <laughs> I'm telling you, like I'm, these people are not realistic, man. They're really not realistic. Something definitely has to be done, but I'm not holding my breath. I'm, I, I don't believe anything is going to be changed. Unfortunately, I know that sounds really pessimistic, but honestly, it's the Met Police we're talking about here. Of course not. I think like how many times do we have to say the police are useless, and there needs to be things be put put in place to actually like. Hold, hold them accountable and then they try like they do these fake um kind of inquiries and put these people in place institutions but they're just like technically investigating themselves so nothing gets done and they can just put it down on paper to say that they did it how many times do we have to keep saying the same thing before something's actually done people are saying um Chris do you know how, how to pronounce this woman's name the chief of Cressida, Cressida Dick her yeah her people have been saying she needs to resign i've been saying that personally in my bedroom <laughs> shouting at my tv she needs to resign because she does absolutely nothing and now people are actually saying it but i don't think it's actually going to make a difference it's just I, yeah just i don't think it will by another person who doesn't who is going to do nothing it. yeah exactly so exactly. i'm just like come on man i just we we the people have no faith in those who are meant to protect us None at all, but I guess that's just your reality as a, a being a black, a black person or just a person of color in general in 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 the UK. In nah, the police are not for us. But in more positive news, <laughs> Britney Spears' father has been suspended as her conservator. Woo! I can't believe this. I'm like Hi. this has been going on for such a long time. And I'm happy that, that he's been suspended and not like terminated completely yet. Because obviously that means they're actually gonna do some type of investigation. So he's not gonna yeah, get away. I saw that. Like just for context as well, who those those who might who might not know this, because I didn't know this until like hearing about this case and um, what's been going on. So if he got terminated, he was trying to push for he as in Britney Spears' father was trying to push for termination. The reason why he was trying to do that is because he knew his time was up, but he didn't want to get um, investigated. So the only way to do that is for him to be terminated. So instead, Britney's lawyers were trying to push for suspension. So it means that her um, conservatorship, conservatorship gets extended for a limited period of time while they investigate him and they just remove him off her um, her case, which I think is just the best thing ever. She really took a W. Yeah, 100%. Because honestly, you hear about people abusing their power all the time and just never being held accountable. So I think hopefully he is going to be held accountable. Like, obviously, we know that investigations don't always, you know, lead to, you know, anything actually happening. But fingers crossed for, for Brittany that something positive actually comes from their investigation. And I hope she gets some counselling for everything she's been through. Like, I saw a video of her um, just living life in the beach and mm. doing a topless. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but I was like, I haven't okay. seen this, no. 
she was there all topless and saying, I was like, okay, so she's been a bad bee. Like, you know, she came into 2021 and she said nipples should be free. And wow, I'm with okay. her. But at the same time, I just hope that she gets like the support that she needs because that is not a normal situation to be in. Do you know what I mean? At all. At all. Like some of the stuff that she's gone through has actually been quite horrific. So yeah, I'm 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 glad that she's finally got a win. Speaking of wins, so Ashanti has the masters um for her debut album. I thought she already has her masters. Apparently she didn't. Wow. So yeah, she, she's apparently got plans to re-record the re-record the album, um, which I think is fantastic. Um Generally speaking, like when people re-record albums, it's usually because they're forced to. So I'm kind of glad that she's actually able to do this on her own terms. Like I, I don't, I don't know whether you you know this or whether you heard, but like obviously Taylor Swift had to re-record all of her. Like I think her first six albums. I heard of that. Why can you explain? Um. So basically, the, her label owned the masters, and then Scooter, I think it's Scooter Braun purchased hurt the label so he now like owns all the music that the label used to own so yeah so in order to be able to perform any of the, those songs um she would have to like basically pay to perform so in so to have like um those those that music on streaming and the money actually go to her she i think re-recorded she or is in the process of re-recording her first six albums um yeah which is crazy if you think about how much how much music that is that's actually that's insane yeah I, I don't know I like the idea I'm happy for Ashanti I just don't I don't know if the same magic is going to be created as the first time round, and that's the thing of remastered albums and re-recorded albums sorry it's just mm-hmm. not the same like, they hold a specific the way it's recorded in that moment it's not just music it's like a kind of record recording of history you know even like you know when you hear um projects that weren't mastered correctly and it sounds Mm -hmm. like sounds all jacked up (laughs) but at this at the same time it's hard to listen to but it's like oh yeah that reminds me of that time I'll give you a good example Um, I knew you had one that's why I started laughing (laughs) (laughs) it was oddly specific it was oddly specific because (laughs) one in mind Everyone knows how much I love nines, you know, free nines. He just got, um, even though his jail sentence has been two years. So that's like, that's a W in my opinion. But anyway, that's off topic. He had a mixtape, you know, we all know Church Road to Hollywood. I freaking love that mixtape. But it just sounds a bit like, you know, you're playing one song and then suddenly the next song is like 10 times louder. I'm like, what is going on? I have to turn my headphones down. And the snares are like hitting my airport. My air drums are like coming out of my ears, but at the same time, I love it because it's like that was the moment. Like he wasn't, he was like a road, he was complete, he is a road rapper, but he was a complete road rapper then. He was fresh. Like it's just symbolizing a moment in time. And mm. also like, even like, you know, when UK music wasn't as established as it is now, like the tracks might not have sounded, you know, as polished specifically rap projects might not have sounded as polished as it does now and that is like great because it shows how far the scene has progressed so when I think about remastering and re-recording things it's like okay that's cool I understand why Ashanti wants to do it but I just hope she does something else to make it like maybe within the rollout to make it more relevant to now and like 
still holding that piece of history but showing development at the same time I don't know how she's going to do that but it'll be interesting to see I mean if if you think about when she like first got signed I think she got signed at like 14 so just I feel like based on life experience alone the way she's going to sing some of those songs is going to be completely different I feel like some of those songs will have a completely different meaning to her now at her age now like even some of the words she was singing you you know like I feel like a lot of the lyrics she probably sang back then they probably don't didn't mean what they mean to her now so I do feel like it's gonna sound very different and I guess her voice is very different now as well so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see yeah I don't know whether I'll prefer it but I, I definitely am intrigued to hear it yeah I'll definitely still be tuning in I mean honestly <laughs> oh 2021 <laughs> has just been a, a very interesting year but what would 2021 be without a dash of colorism so <laughs> oh it was just like something i saw in the tl like earlier this week I, I don't even know how to pronounce her name i think it's zazi or zazi beats um so she she there was basically this casting where we have yet again a lighter skin actress playing um quite an important role um that was essentially portraying a dark-skinned woman and I, I don't understand do black people just not exist in Hollywood like what am I missing here yeah I think like after all the discussions that have been had maybe they just weren't on the internet for those discussions maybe they were asleep they was in a coma maybe that's what it is I think they that's were what asleep They've just woken up. They've been in the coma since 2001 and they've just woken up in 2021. So that could be the only explanation because where were you when people were saying this is not acceptable? Like, how can you cast a dark skinned, fully black woman with someone who's lighter skin? Like, sorry, the, the character is meant to be dark skinned, meant to be fully black, and you're casting them with either someone who's lighter skin or mixed race. And it makes no sense. And this is the stuff that perpetuates colorism because young, I think now, because maybe, I don't know, but I can only speak for myself. When I'm older, I just, I don't really take in as much TV, but younger people, I remember when I was younger, and I'm sure you could say the same way, when you're young, all you watch is TV. So like, this is what's in your mind, it's engraved in your mind. So when you see these things, it's like that sets the kind of culture and the standards and the ideals when you see things like that. Like I remember seeing my, my wife and kids and the you know the two I, I love my wife and kids by the way but like just that's the first thing that came to my mind I think of Claire and like you know the younger girls who were always portrayed mm. as like girls they're like always light skin and it's mm-hmm. like some dark skin mother and father and it, and it, probably my wife and the kids isn't the best um, example because the mother was kind of lighter skin but just think of that I'm sure we can all think of an example with a family show like that and it just makes no sense it's like you went out of your way to cast someone who is lighter skin and mixed race <laughs> it just doesn't make sense like especially because I feel like the purpose of um so I think the 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 the, the show or the the film is gonna it's called the harder they fall and the entire purpose of it is to showcase the black heroes of the old west so you're trying to spotlight black heroes but you cast i don't get 
I just I don't I don't understand like for the most part I feel like actors should play or should, should get a role because they're the best actor for the job yes but I feel like in certain contexts like who you cast matters so if you were telling the story of um you know like I don't know uh, an, an Asian princess for example you are not going to cast a black person to play that role it's just, just it doesn't make sense like there are certain there are certain roles that I feel have to be played by people from that culture or from that place in order to be authentic or be true to whatever it is that you're trying to portray and this is just one of those contexts like if, if she's meant to be one of the main characters casting some someone that isn't a reflection of what it is you're trying to portray to me makes absolutely no sense and I think it's on it's the responsibility of the act actresses and actors to actually reject roles yeah Yeah. say no like you know no it's not by force this is the thing like surely when you received the script like it was very obvious to you like this is what they were trying to do like I don't I I strongly doubt the purpose of this 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 film or this series was hidden like I'm sure it was very clearly stated when you did the audition or when they were trying to cast you and I feel like the onus was definitely on the actress to be like guys you know what I don't think this is for me so I feel like it's definitely a two-way street because you you can definitely say no yeah 100% (laughs) well we've we've got to continue with the madnesses on the TL (laughs) yeah so I saw a tweet that was like it said hold on I'm gonna bring up Neo, um. <laughs> Neo would be a lot bigger if her tone was more digestible, and I was like, okay, that's a wild <laughs> statement. But it got worse. It got worse. Okay, because <laughs> then there was a quote tweet that said, "It's crazy though because cursive is harsher on the ears than Neo's tone, yet people eat that up like cookies." And then I got to thinking, okay. For those who can't see, because this is audio only, C's face is confused. <laughs> I'm screaming. No, do you know what? First of all, first of all, do you agree with this, with any of those statements that were made? First of all, let's 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 talk about Neo. Neo first of all, do you think she would she would be a lot b- bigger if her if she had a more digestible tone? I don't even know what that means. But digestible? Absolutely not. Like. If you want to use the term, I would. I've never used. I've never described anyone's voice as digestible or not. But if we, if for for you know to go in the context of the tweet, her tone is incredibly digestible. <laughs> like, like it's beautiful. It's incredibly good, nice to listen to. She's so sweet sounding. Like what? <laughs> I I had never been. No offense. I love Lily Allen. Yeah, but like she sings in a British accent. That is not the most digestible tone, but yet she's huge. You know what? There's 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 so many there's so many points going on right now. One, like, I feel like people need to start putting some respect on Neo's name because the woman has accolades. Like, yeah. she's not. People talk about her like she's some like any any artist that like has no accolades. This woman's Grammy nominated. She's got some like incredible songwriting credits. Like she's written for like what Ariana Grande. She's worked with Nile Rodgers. Like, come on, man. Like, I get what you mean by like you want her to be bigger or maybe like accepted in a more mainstream way. 
cool I understand that or maybe you want her to do better charting wise that I understand but to say like I feel like people like love to kind of throw her to the side and I, and I really don't appreciate that because honestly I think she's incredible I think her voice is incredibly unique right <laughs> but the funny thing is was the was the quote tweet right so the I'm going to read the quote tweet again it's crazy though because cursive is harsher on the ears than Nao's tone yet people eat that up like cookies okay so first of all I want to give people some context so for people that don't know like cursive singing is basically when you sort of stretch like your, the vowel sounds so they kind of sound kind of a lot longer than is what's necessary and it's kind of like I guess inspired by sort of jazz music um for context I'm not gonna sing please you see how she started throwing me under the bus you see this you're up you're actually an up but yeah no (laughs) but you know what what do the majority of cursive singers we know have in common into a w <laughs> what do they have in common it's the tone but it's not the tone of their voice but <laughs> it's not the tone of their voice might be the tone of their skin but it ain't yeah. the tone of their voice because listen come on man amy winehouse georgia smith halsey I, I, are we starting to see a pattern here maybe that L is the problem <laughs> No, because let's all be real like maybe maybe that's the bigger issue here maybe the bigger the bigger barrier maybe. Is not the, 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 the tone of her voice actually affect hey people. Ah! hey 2021 colorism wow. again oh my god ray you're a genius i think you've just discovered something wow <laughs> i totally did not see that coming like i feel like no i feel like all jokes aside and obviously I'm a bit biased because I'm a huge Neo fan anyway, but like, I feel like, I feel like there's, there's a lot of reasons that people are more digestible, but I don't think it has anything to do with her actual voice. I get that her voice is quite unique and it's not something that you hear usually. And you know how like everyone kind of has this thing where if it's not something they, they used to, they automatically run away from it, which is, I get that, but I, I think she sounds incredible. So I, I, personally don't think that's the issue at all definitely not definitely not like as you said she's grammy nominated like this woman has accolades she's i remember hearing i think the first song i heard from her was um i think it's called bad love i'm not mistaken bad blood bad blood yeah and it was amazing i just remember like hearing that and i was replaying that and replaying that and then went from then went on to listen to the full album and I was just so impressed and this is before I was um, a hard diehard UK <laughs> UK music listener I was more of a casual listener so for me as a casual listener to like proper dive into an album like that I was like okay she has something special so people definitely need to put respect on her name but we cannot ignore the issue of colorism in the UK just look at like just look at all of the top um, the ones who sell the most, like R&B singers who sell the most in the UK, and there is something that they have in common, and it's like a lot of light skin, a lot of light skin R&B singers, like how many do you, how many dark skin or like fully black R&B singers do you know who are the same level as like Georgia Smith in terms of sales, and it's like they all make beautiful music and there's no other there's no excuse like we really need to address this and stop hiding from it the UK doesn't like to talk about colorism 
I mean, let's just reference the Peng Black Girl situation. They don't like to talk about it. They like to hide from it. But I think it's time we just face, look, like, just look. It's not like, it's not by calling out colorism. You're, it's like, we're not just bl not blaming everyone. You're not saying pointing fingers. It's just like, let's do something about it and support our own. It's nothing to do with like pointing fingers. Because I know Twitter discourse can sometimes get a little bit like that. But in real life, we just need to actually support people and like support, mm. support our dark skin. Like Ray Black's just released the tape. It was an album. Was it an album or was it a mixtape? I think it's an album. I actually think it is it's an album. really good. I loved it. Like I love hearing her on um, kind of like trap R&B trap type beats. I think her voice goes really nicely on that. We've got so much talent. Like shout out to, um, you know, Stacey featuring uh, Genome, I think her name is. And they released a track called 26, 20 Shades freaking love that like there's so much talent just need to like support and like push it's it's very it's like that tweet it's all very good saying oh yeah um neo's this and that but what are you doing to support these artists same like your little sims that stop calling me underrated what are you doing do you know what i mean like 100 chat but actually when the albums come out when the shows come buy the tickets buy the album it obviously mm -hmm. if you have the money and then push it like sh share it like I don't see people doing that as much as they should when it comes to specifically dark skin mm -hmm. R&B singers. What do you actually think about cursive singing? Like, like, what are your thoughts on it? I don't really have any thoughts. Well, I, to be honest with you, like, I don't, I, I don't really know. I don't really have any thoughts. I'm more interested to hear your thoughts. For me, like, I, do you know what? Like, I, I actually don't have an issue with it. I think it, I think it works. I just, I if it if it's kind of a natural way for you to sing like you can always tell when someone is forcing it but do you know what there was one um video i saw of like georgia smith singing like just but singing regularly like without the curse of singing i was like hold on as in she can project her voice like i no no like no shade but i had no idea she could actually do that so it's like like really interesting to see like how kind of art, look, the direction that art, artists choose to take and, and why they choose to go that route. I think I think it's very interesting. Um, it's, interesting yeah, in the, it's interesting in the UK context because a lot of them love to sing like that and it's the sound that tends to do really well. So I don't know. Mm. I guess to what works. But I do like it, but it's like, it's nice to hear other types of singers but that's that's the beauty of the streaming world you can listen to whoever you want and everyone tends to have different sounds so if you don't like that sound you pick another sound <laughs> are there like any artists that you kind of like haven't been a fan of due to the way that like their voice sounds or like their tone oh that's a good question put me on the spot how you think of, are you think of anyone in particular? I'm going to look for my Spotify playlist. Um, do you know what? Like, who didn't I like when they first came out? Like, do you know when, when, when Fetty Wap first came out, like, I really did not like his voice. Like, it was, like, it, it kind of grew on me eventually. But when it, when it first, when he first came out, I was just yeah. kind of like, well, why are you guys excited? What are you guys all hearing what I'm hearing? Like, what? I thought young thug yeah he's another one he's another one did, like the whole mumbling rap thing like people hate it at first and now look it's like the most popular demanded 
type but of sound. But it's like, bro, what are you saying? <laughs> There's certain songs which I'm like really trying, like future, I'm really trying to make it out, but I just can't. And I know Amer- it's funny because if an American person was on this podcast right now, they'd probably say like a list of UK rappers because that's probably what stops them from listening to us is how we sound. But I think it's just like about tuning, tuning your voice, sorry, choosing your ears to like different sounds because a lot of the time, once you get over that, it's really amazing music. So you know like young there was like this one song I can't remember who it was but I, I remember uni times yeah and whenever this song used to come on yeah everyone used to just mumble because nobody knew what the guy was saying but we all knew like the melody of the, of the song and you asked, I said I remember one time I asked someone like what is he actually saying and the person said to me I don't know but the melody sounds lit I swear to you like genuinely they are just, like that whole mumble like rap era was just was a yeah. funny time because oh, I swear to you, ask funny. me what they're saying. Yeah, no, can't tell you, could not tell you. I just know. Literally, to this day, to this day, nobody knows. You could pay me a million pounds to try to, to try and tell you the words, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I genuinely don't know what they're saying. Maybe but you know what? Oh, do you know who I felt that about when I didn't like their voice the first time I heard it? Hezzy One, you know? Really? Yeah, Hezzy One. And I felt like that about Millions as well, funny enough. And now I love both of them. <laughs> just have, no, but just I, have I feel like Hezzy's pronunciation has gotten, gotten better, though. Yeah, I, feel I like... didn't like his pronunciation at first. But now, like, I, I, I love the way... Yeah, he's definitely gotten better. He's gotten... Because his, his, his audience has gotten more international, so he has to kind of... Didn't you hear him on Only, Only You Freestyle? He was proper, like, Fenty tracksuit. <laughs> no, don't kill me. Please do not kill me. You guys are so lucky you can't see her right now. Oh my god, nah. Oh my gosh. Oh. All right, should we jump? Should we jump into music of the week? Yeah, let's go. Speaking of heady one. Oh, should we start there? Yeah, why not? Oh my god. Okay. Ah. Uh, Oh, I, I really don't want to... Oh, okay, cool. Do you know what? I'm, I, 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 I want to be nice, but... Mm, mm, no, don't be nice. Be honest. Okay. Okay, I I'll saw- start. I'm probably the one who's going to be a bit more nice to be... Because I like it. I like it. At first, when I heard Cry, I was like, no. When I heard the snippet on Twitter, I was like, no. Mm. Then I heard the full song and I was vibing. I really liked it. But I just feel like... I don't really know what direction. I was excited, yeah, when I when I saw him drop the um the video for Beggars Can't Be Choosers and I saw the um album cover and the bed, I was like, oh concepts. But then it just like kind of st- left there. I didn't nothing really happened. There was no growth after that because obviously he dropped it within days of announcing it and he's just dropped it today. I just feel like even in the tape, it's like there's nothing. There's nothing different. Like, I'm not really like, but to be fair, I must say I did I did 
like listen to it really fast so I might go back and be like yeah I really vibe with it but it's not that it was bad but it just wasn't like amazing I think he's got better projects and I really I do like two chains two chains grew on me because obviously he released that a while ago like a couple months ago and I again didn't really like that one at first but now I love it so I think it all depends on like how much you listen to music but is it going to get to that point where you're going to listen to it again in a few months because we know how mu- how fast music moves probably not replay oh. value is there any mm. do you know what I kind of feel bad because I saw this snippet on Twitter and, and thought okay Hedy where are we going with this and yeah I was a bit disappointed like in the beginning I swear he wasn't even rapping in beat like and I don't know if that was intentional. I'm kind of hoping so, because if not, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. I can't lie. Like, I was not a fan of this at all. And I really do like Heavy One as well. So, like, I was I was very disappointed. Yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say there. Should we move on to Ray Black? Yeah. Okay. So this is her song, Baggage. I really love this. I mean, I, I think I love the entire album, to be honest. I think you, with, an, with artists, you can definitely tell, like, there's a set, I don't know, there's a certain level of confidence that comes, like, when you make the music you want to make. And I feel like she just seems like she's in a place where she's really comfortable with whatever it is that she's putting out. And mm. I feel like that's really translating in her music. So, yeah, I don't have any complaints with, about this. <laughs> I really, really loved it. Yeah, I think I listened to the album as like a whole from top top to finish I didn't listen to any of the singles apart from MIA so I heard everything within the album itself and the Mm -hmm. ones that jumped out to me of course MIA I am in love with that song just give me one second because have you had the acoustic no but I just can't get over just like let me just get over the actual version first and then let me experience another version of it because I have replayed that. Lord knows the Spotify statistics do not lie. Okay, I have replayed that so many times. Cash Page came through. Um, But in terms of the album itself, like I think nothing really jumped out to me apart from obviously MIA and then Access Denied. I love that one. And I think, you know what it is? I realized it's all in the production for me but remember this is first listen so first listen production is what stands out the most and access denied that 808 those beats were like causing me to react I was like oh. and in the outro just having the beats oh I loved it so those ones for me but I'm gonna have another listen and baggage was like again didn't really jump out to me but I'm glad to hear that you liked it I might like it again second listen Okay, moving on. Amaria um, and Skinny Bang funds. What do you think? Would, oh, oh, okay. I'm seeing excitement. <laughs> I'm seeing excitement. Yeah, no, I like that one still. I think Skinny Bang, he's just on the feature run here and I'm here for it. Like, he just, he's he goes over, he, he's so versatile, he can do anything. Like, hearing, hearing him over drill first of Unknown T and then hearing him over like just you know in his bag and his what was the style kind of dance hall r&b-ish fusion i just i loved it i think i I watched the video though and i didn't Mm -hmm. listen to the song by itself so Mm -hmm. i think the song was a vibe but like it felt maybe if i was just listening to it by itself i might not have liked it as much um Mm. but i got thoughts on that 
okay okay ray agrees guys <laughs> do you know what like i really like him but i didn't like him on this ironically um i feel like i love amaria she's just out here doing her own thing and i'm kind of i'm here for it however with kind of it's the same with him to be honest like you mentioned he's on a feature run right now and he's very very versatile and he's, he's doing a lot of stuff that i do like however he kind of sounded like he was fighting with the beat for me on this fighting literally he sounded <laughs> he sounded what? like he was fighting with the beat oh, no. like like i don't oh this is gonna sound so mad i d- the track kind of felt like a first draft to me like it, there was a lot of potential it just didn't quite get there well, like, it was like kind of rushed yeah like it just kind of felt like all right like even with her like she sounded good but i even thought I, not not lazy lazy is the, is, is the wrong word but for want of a better word it kind of just felt a bit lazy like a bit empty yeah like just, yeah like it just felt unfinished yeah. that's the best way that's the best way of explaining it yeah i get what you mean that's it's like that's why that's why i said i think the video was swaying my opinion a lot because the video was so fun to watch but then like i felt at times some of the verses or even the chorus was just a bit empty like could have done with maybe some more layers depth mm-hmm. i don't know maybe harmonies or something little something something just to make give it that extra source so i get what you mean by first draft vibes yeah but i do think we should talk about his um track with unknown t because i do feel like that was good so yeah he definitely he definitely um redeemed himself with that like i quite liked it actually definitely something i'm adding to my workout playlist um mm-hmm. can't lie to you though i was not paying attention to any of the bars so please don't ask me what anyone was saying but um i did love the energy of the track though like i feel like the track is a vibe and it, it definitely has a great energy to it so and that's why everyone goes to unknown t he just brings the energy without a doubt like never never fails to do that so again on this one he brought the energy i think it did what it was supposed to do i expected it to kind of bring that kind of energy and i was excited to hear him on um, skilly on on drill and again he he followed through shout out to bermuda music as well for putting that one together yeah that was was a vibe what did you think of um, Pot of Paper and Digger D's new one? I think it's called okay. Take, Take That. Take that. Okay. Okay. So, again, listen to this within the project, within the album, or sorry, mixtape. I think this one was a mixtape. I listened to it within the project as a whole. And that one wasn't the one that stood out to me. Doesn't mean it's bad. Just didn't stand out to me amongst the amazing tracks on that can I just say Potter Paper is so talented like he's a rapper's rapper he's your rapper's favorite rapper do you know what I mean like he just spits and you feel it like whatever mood you're in when you're listening to Potter Paper your mood is going to be amplified times 10 so if you're sad you know those those emotional beats are going to get you if you're gassed you're going to be like probably touching the roof and I felt like that Oh, I don't really have an opinion on Take That in particular, but I have opinions, okay? Because, listen, <laughs> never, <laughs> never featuring the Hook King himself, Heine. How could he do a whole concept? You know the Never Have I Ever game? Uh-huh. He did a whole concept 
spin-off on that concept and I just I was like that is so smart I love rap songs with a concept it just keeps you entertained and then obviously EastEnders of Unknown Tea coming in after the intro a strong intro at that rap projects need a strong intro guys if you don't have an intro a strong intro you're finished and oh what's your opinion I've been talking too much you're killing me because you're speaking like you're going for president of the <laughs> I am president of the poor place of band club I'm screaming <laughs> do you know what I like okay so, so the track um I like the beat selection I actually prefer on this to Potter Pure, it's, it's purely stylistic that I just think the beat suited his cadence better. I almost felt like um, Paul had too much energy for the beat. Does that make sense? Like, he was almost too energetic. I felt like the beat required him to, like, pull back a bit. So, yeah, I don't feel like he meshed as well as Digger did with the beat. That said, I'd, I think the track was cool. And the project as a whole, I've, I've quite enjoyed, actually. So, yeah. Quite That's enjoyed. Where I'm at with that. Yeah, quite enjoyed. What do you enjoy about it? I mean, it's just I feel like m- maybe me and like him, him as him as a as an as an artist, like his cadence just doesn't. Do you know what? Well with my ears. Listen, listen. That is exactly what I thought. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows, especially Ebs. Ebs, shout out to Ebenezer. He, everyone knows. I used to say for a paper, he shouts too much. Like, why mm-hmm. are you shining? <laughs> I don't want to be shouted at when you're rapping to me. But then I saw him live um, just a couple, maybe last month. And this is by accident. I didn't mean to see him live. I just booked a ticket to Vice and he happened to be there. And listen, that energy is what you need live. He just brings that because naturally on the track, it might be too much, but live, it just, it makes sense. I hear that. You know what? Let's let's end on a positive note because I feel like I haven't liked any of the music that we discussed yeah. today. Did, but you- I did this one I actually did like. So it's the Burner Boy Prology um one at all. I really, really like this. I think the collab worked very well. I think they both sounded great. I think it felt like a very natural collab. You know, like sometimes you hear collabs and they feel forced. I, I did not feel like this was like that at all. Mm-hmm. I felt like this. And there was like this moment like near the end where the, like, the choir comes in. Oh, that, yeah, no. That's that's my vibe. That's my vibe. Like chef's kiss. That's my vibe. Really, really. Fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, you know. Like, we need to bring those back. Like, we need to bring back bridges and we need to bring back having choirs at the end of songs. I'm sorry. That, that needs to come back. <laughs> yeah, Storms, we miss you. Bring back his choir. Oh my gosh. What did you think of it? Yeah, I liked it. I'm not like, um, I don't listen to Polo G as much. I obviously hear his name ringing all the time. Um, I need to, rec- someone recommend me some songs. But I liked him on this and it was just a nice blend of sounds, you know. I think no one was like forced, as you said. I think Burner Boy, I don't, it was more in, was it, would you say it was more in, more in Polo's bag than, than Burner's? In terms this of is like, the thing, like, I feel like they blended so well. Yeah, I think they definitely met each other in the middle for this. Do you want to jump into your track of the week? Who wants to go first? I guess, wait, uh, yeah, you wait, go first. Wait, before we do that, before we do that, let's talk about, just really quickly, Drea Mack. Um, she just released Ooh, Yes, um, actually, yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised because 
I wasn't expecting to hear such varied sounds in one project. She obviously started with the trap kind of vibe um, slash alternative, then jumps into more like head, like Afro beats, like not even like Afro swing, like Afro kind of Afro beats. But I'm not an Afro beats connoisseur, so don't come for me if that is not what you call Afro beats. But this is how I interpret Afro beats in terms of the production. And then lastly, to finish off, went with more like a rap feel and kind of spoken words at the end. I really messed with it. I think yeah. I, I want to hear her more on Afrobeats as well, I must say. I think that suits her. And for those who don't know, Joan Mack is a dancer. And I feel like she's I'm she's the type of artist. She makes music for what she wants to dance to. Like she's a full-on mm. dancer as well, like proper talented. She makes music that she wants to dance to, and you can hear that in her music and the way she kind of puts stuff together for me like I just like how unpredictable she is I feel like even like lyrically I feel like she's very cheeky like you never know what she's gonna say and I like that I like I like an artist that can keep me on my toes because you don't you don't really get that a lot I can't lie like you don't really have that many artists that can surprise you like that I mean unless we're speaking about Kanye but that's a whole different type of surprise (laughs) but like generally speaking (laughs) like you don't get a lot of artists that can like really like shock you and like shock you in a good way so yeah no I'm definitely excited to see kind of how her career continues to develop for sure yeah all right track of the week let's go all right who 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 are you going with this week who am I going with Mm. well I have to go with I mean just I think everyone can tell by the way I was talking about the album it has to be put a paper everyone knows I'm a rap fan I love Never, I already said this, but like, this is my track of the week. I think just the concepts, how he introduced this, he's like, have you ever heard that game Never Ever? It's like, yeah, I heard it. I was like responding to the phone. It's like, yeah, I heard it. And he went in <laughs> and he did the whole play on it. And then the Hook King himself, the Hook King, no one comes, everyone knows this is true. He does the best hooks in the UK, highly. Let's get into it. Never ever should you make a comment in the station. Never see your boy doing well and get to hating. Never give up on your journey, trust in patience, that's the basic. Never buy boots without the laces or sleep on violations. Okay, so my track of the week is Dangerous by Mike Lowry. I actually had the pleasure of hearing this like live at the listening party like a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, I, oh God, I'm so in love with their harmonies. Oh my gosh. I mean, everyone knows I'm an R&B fan anyway like r&b is my bag but yeah guys go and check out this song absolutely incredible wow we're really we're really at the end that went yeah. so quick i know time goes fast when you're having fun i hear that <laughs> all right before we we go and tell the people where to find us i do want to do a quick artist shout out um so my artist shout out, artist shout out this week are a um pop punk band called meet me at the altar yes guys i do listen to stuff that's outside of r&b shock <laughs> but yeah they're an absolutely incredible um band and you guys should definitely go check out the latest project it's called model citizen 
So yeah, that's my eye shout out of the week. Love that. Yeah, I've got an outer shout out. I'm not going to lie, guys, I totally forgot about this segment, but I've just remembered who I need to shout out because they've been killing it since they released their um, TikTok. They they went kind of viral on TikTok with Drunk and Confused, then released their next up on Mixtape Madness and killed it, and now just released Drunk and Confused Part 2 featuring A92. And it's one another, one and only, I said one another, it's one and only JS and YZ. I think they're so cold. Everyone needs to go and check them out. Um, my favorite drill newbies right now. I think everyone kind of gets a little bit um, kind of bored with drill because it's like the same kind of sound. But for me, they bring something fresh. So yeah, go and check them out. Alrighty, where can the people find us? First of all, let's go with where, where, where people can find you. Where can people find you? Well, I am on the rock somewhere in the middle of nowhere but if you're not gonna go there <laughs> instagram and follow me holly your girl c valentina um c double e v a l e n t i n a um same thing on twitter um also tiktok c on tiktok yeah no harm in it because I, I literally was actually thinking you were going somewhere with that like i was really like following you <laughs> Follow anyway. me to the rap, girl. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, guys, you can find me on all platforms as Ray Sang XOXO, R A Y S A N G XOXO. And then um, you can find us on IG as at Ramshi and then on Twitter at um, Ramshi Pod. And if you want to join in with the conversation, hashtag Ramshi. Until next time, guys, we out.